Welcome to the Wake Up Your Warrior podcast with me, Christine Cohen. Every week, we will share conversations with humans whose lives have been transformed by the power of movement on their mental health, break down the latest neuroscience, and hopefully inspire you to wake up your inner warrior to fight for the best versions of you every single day. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, Warrior. Welcome to today's episode of the Wake Up Your Warrior podcast, and we are diving into day three of the How to Naturally Improve Your Mental Health workshop. I am just posting the replays from the workshop here on the podcast just to make it more accessible for you to listen to. And oh my gosh, we had another amazing day where we just dove in even deeper into new ways that we can improve our mental health. So we have been doing different practices and experiencing them together. So today's natural method that we practiced was the emotional freedom technique or tapping. This is an incredible technique that I'll explain to you on the episode and we also will do a session together uh, and it's great. We tapped on how healing is hard. Healing is hard. So it it was actually, I think it was pretty good. And then we're going to dive in today about why it happens that when we get lab tests, you know, taken by the doctor, often they can come back as like normal and we're just kind of left, you know, with our hands up in the air. Like how can the lab test continue to come back normal when clearly we don't feel well, we don't feel normal? Are symptoms of anxiety and depression and low energy and brain fog normal? Absolutely not. And so what's missing? What can we do about it? And so I'm going to educate you on why that happens and then what are the changes that you can make as well as the questions you can ask as well as the lab tests that you can offer or request to be ordered. And um, I also explain how I take my own clients through that process to make it really, really easy. Then we're going to dive into one of my favorite topics, which is amino acids to help relieve anxiety symptoms, depression symptoms, low energy, poor focus and poor concentration, and sugar cravings. So we'll explain all of that in today's workshop episode. We're also going to touch on seasonal affective disorder and a amino acid that can help relieve symptoms of this during the winter and lots more. So get your notes, get ready to listen. It's going to be a great, great talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to day three of our workshop. How are we all doing? How are we feeling? I know it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. Hold on. I'm changing my mic. It's a lot. But honestly, just like with anything, the first time you're hearing some of this stuff is why it's so overwhelming at first. It's because it's just like the first time your ear, your ear, I was gonna say your earlobes, your earballs have ever heard some of this info. And maybe you have heard it. Maybe it's like some of it's a little familiar. But either way, the first time we hear anything, 
is always going to be like we're just getting little bits and pieces and we feel like I want to be able to retain all of it but the speed at which you are taking it in is exactly what it needs to be is exactly what it needs to be you know what I mean now what I mean yes all right I'm just checking in on Facebook to make sure we're here we're here we're doing it Oh, why is the top of my head cut off? Something's up with my um, webcam, and it's like zooming in without me doing anything. I'm, I'm unsure, unclear. Okay, I want to make sure I see the comments today because the last few days I go back in after we're done and I see this whole comments section that has been going on and I can't like it's not showing it to me so like live and I can only see it afterwards so I want to make sure I can see it how are we doing let me know how you're feeling comment can you hear me yeah awesome I know, I know. Okay, good. So I listen, yesterday we talked about a lot of really good stuff and each day we're diving in a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. So we touched on nervous system yesterday, we touched on fight flight, we touched on safety mode and how our body not like evolutionarily takes us through that and how when we're stuck in chronic stress and anxiety and depression our nervous system is dysregulated and we're just stuck in that dysregulation. But I shared a bunch of ways how to bring yourself back into balance. And this is not something that you're going to be battling yourself doing all day, every day, but eventually you're actually teaching yourself to get better at doing that um, so that you don't get stuck in uh, like hypo arousal, which is that depression freeze state. So you don't get stuck in fight or flight anxiety mode state. And so that we can live primarily in safety state in social engagement mode, which is where we feel our best. So let's dance. Let's feel our best. Let's shift into this time for ourselves. Even if you're watching the replay, take this time to shift away you know out of whatever you just came from whatever your day just was and into this and like i said yesterday when you move your body your brain actually is able to retain more information you're able to be more present you're able to um catch more and so only good things happen when we move our body so today we're gonna play some celine because <laughs> if celine doesn't show up at least once <laughs> then what are we even doing here? So good. Uh, I love me some Celine from the 90s, but like she does have some good hits from the last few I years get too. Wings to fly. Oh, I'm alive.
start a workshop off <laughs> I mean that was some queen that's coming up next so um, get excited but who doesn't want to start their day off start their wor a workshop off start the way that they learn off the way that they're gonna you know we're all about improving the way we feel why wouldn't we start off with some good music oh I love it all right hopefully I'm not yelling in your ear balls <laughs> okay whoo so Today, we have a lot to talk about. Soup's excited. We're going to touch on the emotional freedom technique as the practice to help us regulate our nervous system today. Um, so if you have heard of that, awesome. We're going to do a tapping session together. And then we're going to dive into the mystery behind lab testing for mental health. And also answer the question of why sometimes your labs can come back normal when you don't feel normal. And then we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is um, amino acid supplements that can be used to target different mental health symptoms to help balance out our brain chemicals, our neurotransmitters, and just basically give us some relief 
as we're doing more deep diving into discovering and treating the root causes of what is going on underneath the surface, the bottom hidden part of the iceberg, the one that the Titanic hit, you know what I'm saying? So how are we feeling? How are we? Are we here? Are we good? Yes, Lori. Give it. Tell me about it. Okay, good. So let's shift gears. Let's talk about the emotional freedom technique. Okay, so the emotional freedom technique or EFT or tapping is an evidence-based self-help therapeutic method. That means that it has been researched. When it says evidence-based, it's like research studies have been done on it and it's being used successfully in clinical practice to help people release the emotions that they need to release to help them process it. So this is not just like a triage, help me get out of fight or flight mode, help me shift this freeze mode. This is a long-term um, compounding practice that actually can serve us in the moment and then you know, over time as well. So there's been over a hundred studies that demonstrate the efficacy of tapping. And clinical trials show that EFT tapping is able to rapidly reduce the emotional impact of memories and incidents that trigger emotional distress. So this is a phenomenal technique to use if you have basically been a human on this planet for <laughs> more than a few years because we've all gone through stuff. We've all gone through stuff, whether it's deep, really tragic, traumatic um, events that have, you know, we have lived through, but are now carrying around the consequence, you know, like the residual stuff. And also just as we go through life and we hold on to things and we get hurt and we, you know, fall into little holes, maybe it's not a deep, dark hole, but things like that, and we accumulate stuff. Usually we call it baggage, um, but it is this, these stories, these beliefs, these hurts, these fears, these pains that we continue to carry with us, and then they have nowhere to go, and they get stuck in our body, and they start to dysregul like, dysregulate our nervous system. We spoke about the psychological aspects of mental health, just touched on it, but there is a physiological side to this too because our body starts to shift. We talked about the effects of chronic stress and how physiological that actually is. And we're going to get into it more on Friday, but it's not just in our mind, it's in our body. And so the more we can do to shift the energy in our body, whether that's through nutrition, whether that's through supplementation, whether that's through different practices, whether that's through, um, improving the health of our gut, whether that's through helping to balance out hormone imbalances, whether that's through helping to um, improve the nutrients that are imbalanced and deficient or low or just out of whack within our system that are all affecting our mental health, we are going to do that. So this really um, taps into a lot. So with the practice of EFT, once the distress is reduced or removed, the body can often rebalance itself and it's just going to accelerate healing. So raise your hand if you are about accelerating healing, not holding on to it longer than it needs to be there, right? Yeah. So EFT uses elements of cognitive therapy because as you're going to see, we're going to be talking as we do this and exposure therapy combined with 
acupressure. So we're gonna be tapping on acupressure points on our face, head, and some parts of our body. And we use our fingertips in the to tap on these acupressure points. So there's been over 20 clinical trials published in peer-reviewed studies. So again, well done, well done studies that have demonstrated that um, the emotional freedom technique is effective for anxiety, for depression, for post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, for chronic pain, for food cravings. So if you struggle with stress or emotional eating or binge eating, can be done for food cravings. I can even speak to that because I coach people to help them overcome binge eating habits and disorders. And so we use EFT tapping to calm those cravings. And it was shown to increase feelings of happiness and reduce your heart rate, your blood pressure, your cortisol levels, and improve what we talked about yesterday, your heart rate variability, the variability between the beats of your heart. So we know that that having a good, um, strong variability is a marker for overall health. So specifically when it comes to anxiety, EFT has been extensively studied. In a large-scale study of 5,000 patients seeking treatment for anxiety across like 11 clinics, this was over, done over like five years, patients received either traditional anxiety treatment in the form of cognitive behavioral therapy, which is just talk therapy, um, with medication if needed, or acupressure tapping with no medication. Listen to this. An improvement was found in 90% of patients who received the acupressure tapping therapy compared to only 63% of the talk therapy participants. Only three tapping sessions were needed before an individual's anxiety reduced, while an average of 15 sessions was needed for the talk therapy to show results. Three sessions versus 15 sessions. Can we just talk about like, that's a huge difference in cost as well. We all know how much therapy costs. Complete relief of symptoms was seen in 76% of people in the tapping group compared with 51% of people in the talk therapy group. One year later, the improvements seen were maintained by the tapping group. That's pretty damn remarkable. What about depression? So again, studied extensively. And EFT had been seen to be more efficacious than physical interventions like diaphragmatic breathing, as well as psychological interventions such as supportive interviews. And studies have been done in veterans with PTSD, as well as college students with depression and patients with major depressive disorder. And it was found to have a significant reduction in depressive symptoms after only a handful of one hour EFT tapping sessions. And the EFT group seems to show a longer lasting reduction in symptoms in the six month follow-up. So freaking cool. And then just to touch on the sugar cravings and the food cravings, so it has been shown to have an 83% decrease in cravings when you use EFT. The science is there. It's it blows my mind. It's so stinking cool. Okay, so I want to do this together, especially if you've never done it before. So this is kind of like the template with EFT. You start off with three um, like opening statements, if you will, and you tap on this part of your hand, which is called the karate chop point, like 
you're going to karate chop something. So you tap on that right on like the fleshy side of your palm under your pinky. So we tap on that as we say three um, opening statements, we'll call them. And then we start in the tapping rounds on our face and body. So let me go through the points with you. So we start right here at the, like right where the bridge of the nose and the eyebrow meet. So we just tap lightly. You can do one hand, you can do two hands on both sides. You can do whatever feels right for you. So we're just tapping and it's just like a light tap. It's not really harsh, but you wanna feel it. And um, it should feel like a real, it just should feel good. It shouldn't feel bad or anything like that. So you're tapping here. And on average, we say like one statement per tapping area. So maybe we would tap there like 10-ish times, but honestly, there's really no rules. You could stay in one set spot for a while. It's really what feels best for you, but I'm just gonna share the basics. Okay, so we start at the eyebrow and then we go to the side of the eye on the bone. So you're not tapping on the temple, you're tapping on the side of your eye bone right there. And then we're gonna come under, so the under eye bone right here. I like this one. Then we're gonna come under the nose right above the lip. So right here. Again, tapping one finger, two fingers, all the fingers, whatever you want. Then we go right here above the chin, okay? The next spot is the collarbone. So you feel your collarbone and then you feel right above it is a little fleshy area. You're gonna tap in there. You can do both sides, whatever, okay? And then we're gonna go under the armpit. So for women, this is like bra strap line area, and you're gonna tap right there. The last section, uh, the last area is the top of the head, just right there on the top of the head. So we're gonna do, that's one round, okay, when we hit all of those. And we're gonna be saying different statements for each tapping area. And this is very personal. The more specific you make your tapping uh, words story is gonna be more effective for you because it will just resonate with you more now there are tapping scripts I have a bunch of tapping scripts for anxiety I have some for binge eating I have some for depression and I include all of those in my um, in my big program natural solutions which I'll talk to you about later but we I feel like the best way to do this is to get used to it get used to the flow get used to the feeling the 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 base, basic concept, and then you can kind of make it your own. So I'm not gonna follow a script today. I'm just gonna go off of a statement that feels, that we used earlier this week, where we said it feel, um, healing is hard. We're gonna use that statement to tap on, to try and release the energy that we have around healing is hard. And um, so once we do a few rounds of tapping, well, I should say this first. Before you start, you kind of assess where you're feeling um, tension, uh, emotional tension is at with that statement. So if I were to say healing is hard, like where am I at with that? Is it like a 10 where I just feel so, just like so in it, just like, oh my God, healing is so hard. This sucks. This just, it, it just has me. Or is it like a one where it's like, it's not really, I'm not really like, it's not really pulling at me. So wherever your initial statement is, you rate it. So let's just say for the sake of this experiment, we're at a 10. We're just like in it. We're like healing is effing hard. I don't even want to try. Okay. 
So then we're gonna do a couple rounds of tapping and then we're gonna pause and reassess where that emotional feeling is at. And if it is lower than a four, we're gonna start tapping on the positive. We're gonna start tapping in a positive frame. Okay, so right now in the beginning stages, we're, we're actually just tapping on all the ways that we feel. All these, even if they're negative, even if they're super negative, we're tapping on all of those because we want to let them out. We wanna feel that those triggers. We wanna feel that and then release it, okay? And then, um, so the whole thing will take it really varies because it varies how like where you're at it could it you could do this and it could be done in 10 minutes but as you can see that it can last for an hour so wherever you are at and wherever you are releasing is really what's gonna dictate how long you're doing this but I will say the more you do it the shorter it becomes anyone have any questions before we jump into it Okay, cool. Alrighty, so let's begin. So we're gonna tap on healing is hard right here on the karate chop. And what we're gonna say is, even though I feel like healing is hard, I still love and accept myself. And you're just gonna repeat what I'm saying for this exercise together, okay? Here we go, tapping. Even though healing feels really hard, I still love and accept myself. <sighs> even though I don't even want to try, I still love and accept myself. Even though healing feels painful, I still love and accept myself. Great. Okay, now we're going to start with our tapping round. So we're going to start at the eyebrow. Healing is fucking hard. <laughs> Why does it take forever? <laughs> Why does healing feel like it is an ongoing forever process that will never end? I feel like the more I try to heal, the more steps back I take. I feel like every time I work on my healing, I get sicker. I feel like something is always in my way when I'm trying to heal. Whether it's a cold, just my energy drops, somebody I have to take care of. Why is it so hard to heal? I really wish it was easier. I really want it to be easier. But every time I go to take a step forward, I feel like I fall deep into a hole. I wish I knew what to do. I wish I had guidance. I feel like I can't even trust my own body in my healing. I feel like my body betrays me. I feel like I'm trying to do good things for it, but it just doesn't want 
to heal? How can my body not want to heal? Is it just me? Am I the only one out there who's going through this? Is it possible my body doesn't want to heal? Is it possible my body doesn't want to heal? Is it possible my body doesn't want to heal? I don't want to believe that, but it, sometimes it feels true. Sometimes I wonder if it's not my body, but it's my mind. Sometimes I wonder if my mind is actually holding me back from healing. Like if I were to heal, what is this new life that I would be living? It scares the shit out of me. How can I, how can healing scare the crap out of me? How can I be afraid of healing? Does that even make sense? I'm afraid of healing. I'm afraid of healing. I'm afraid of healing. I'm afraid to heal. I'm afraid to heal. Because if I heal, then who am I? If I heal, what else will change in my life? Change is scary. Not knowing what's going to happen next is scary. Sometimes I feel like I almost sabotage myself to stay sick because at least I know and it's familiar. Like I'm familiar with this pain. I know I can tolerate it. That sounds so screwed up. That sounds so screwed up. <laughs> I'm afraid to heal because change is scary. And I don't know what that change holds. Could that be holding me back? Am I holding myself back from healing? Am I holding myself back from healing? Am I making it hard? Am I making it hard? Let's take a deep breath in and let it out. Whew, that was interesting where that went I want you to assess with me where you're at with the I with the healing is hard like where's your emotional state at right now is it still a 10 very attached very in it or have we released is it lighter good lighter love it so let's now let's shift into the positive just so you can experience what that's like if you were still at a level four or higher, you would do another round of tapping on the issue, wherever it leads you. So we're going to start at the eyebrow and we're going to go on the positive route. I do want to heal. To me, healing is scary, but it's also freeing. I don't want to go through this my whole life. I want to feel good 
I don't want to fight with myself every day. I don't want to hold myself back. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to feel excited. I deserve that. I deserve to live my life feeling good. I deserve to have energy. I deserve to be able to do the things that I love to do. Imagine waking up with nothing stopping me and just going. God, that would feel so good. With no one stopping me, especially not myself. And just doing what makes me feel freaking good. Mm. I already feel lighter in my chest when I do that, when I think that. I remember what that feels like. The last time I felt this was years ago. I didn't think I could get here just by tapping. <laughs> I want to change my belief that I can heal. I want to believe it's possible that I can heal. If I can, if other people can heal, so can I. If other people can resolve their mental health, so can I. I look to them as inspiration. If it's possible for them, it's possible for me. I've done what I thought was impossible before. I can do it again. Take a deep breath in, Whew, let it out. How we feeling? Every time, man, every time. Even when it's not like exactly for me, even when the words that I'm saying aren't exactly for me, there's such a thing as um, like this mirror effect in tapping that even when we're watching somebody else do it and we're tapping along with them, and even if the words don't exactly match up to what we are going through, there's a borrowing benefit. Isn't that cool? Borrowing benefit. So it's basically the discovery that simply watching someone else do tapping on their own issues while we tap along with them help us to reduce the emotional intensity of our own stuff. I think that is so freaking cool. It's like, I don't know, some sort of like human ancient wisdom. I don't know. It's so cool. So that is an EFT tapping session example, and I'll give you some um, notes in your workbook so you'll be able to implement this. Try it. You can use it any time of day. It's wonderful to use before you're falling asleep at night. It's wonderful to use anytime you feel a rush of emotion that's uncomfortable that you want to process and release, whether it's anger or a trigger, whether it's a binge craving, whether it's an anxiety spike, whether it's a depression, just mood shift. You know what I mean? Um, it's really, really, really powerful. And the more that you do it, the more you can utilize it where it's personal for you. And whenever we customize things for ourselves, we really make it our own. And then it's just, it takes off. It's so cool. 
Okay, yes, 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 solid. All right, so let's shift gears. I'm gonna share my screen and we're gonna jump into a little bit of this, I guess the science portion of the evening. I don't know what to actually call it. Give me one second. Okay. All right. So today is day three. So good. And today we're going to learn about lab testing and we're going to learn how amino acid supplements can improve our mental health. So question, have you ever gone to the doctor? They ran some labs to try and figure out what was going on with you and they just come back normal and you feel more unsatisfied than ever. You're like, I wish you came back with something. I wish the labs were abnormal. I wish something came back as off because then it would actually like help us find some answers. You know what I'm saying? So this happens all the time. I'm gonna explain to you why in a few minutes, but I just had a client yesterday. She's been having um, like middle of her chest, like burning sensation, especially when she wakes up. Um, it started a few weeks ago and we didn't know if it was connected to her liver. We didn't know if it was connected to her stomach. We didn't know if it was stress. We didn't know anything. But anyway, they ran an um, MRI, I believe it was an MRI, on her body to see if they could detect anything. Came back completely clear. Came back as if, you know, Nothing's wrong, but obviously something's wrong. Something is not okay with her. So we're working on a few aspects to try and alleviate it, rule out some things, but it's incredibly frustrating. This often happens with thyroid labs with my clients. This often happens with um, vitamin levels. This often happens with, what else? Um, inflammation this can happen with inflammation labs this can often happen with um, like stress labs things like that uh, sex hormone labs often the hormones things get a little <clears throat> tricky but it happens all the time so one of the reasons why this happens is because that conventional doctors and we're gonna just separate conventional medicine doc practicing doctors with functional medicine practitioners, okay? And the difference is that conventional doctors are looking to treat a symptom. They're looking to identify and diagnose a disease. And so there are certain parameters and certain qualifications that need to be present for a disease to be diagnosable. So for example, this is one that a lot of people are familiar with, your cholesterol levels, right? Like we're, we're always trying to fix our cholesterol levels. And when we're, our cholesterol, especially our LDL, the bad cholesterol is creeping up. Our doctors are always telling us like we need to get our LDL down and they are looking at it until it hits a certain number where they can diagnose us with, you know, cholesterol, uh, hypercholesterolemia or high cholesterol. Same thing with diabetes, right? There's a marker that says if your lab, your blood glucose lab hits this marker and this, um, this level, you're diabetic, but 0 0.1, 0 0.1 on the labs below that, you know, one point on the labs below that 
if you come, if that's where your labs are, you're not diabetic, but it's just a one point difference to make you diabetic or not diabetic. So what are we, what are we doing here? We need to be able to identify these things before they're full blown issues, bef way before, so that we can keep us healthy. We don't want to get sick so that we can try and work our way back to health. We want to remain healthy. So that's because that doctors are often looking for normal levels, but not optimal. And when we work in a functional medicine capacity, we're looking for optimal levels in our labs. I'm going to tell you some stories. So this is Prue, and Prue had been taking an antidepressant for about two years, but she wanted to get off it because she wanted to get pregnant. So this all began because she was having PMS. She was irritable, crying fits, so the doctor prescribed birth control, as this often happens. But she soon felt worse with taking the birth control. She felt um, like she was having insomnia and fatigue. Her sex drive was just nil, flat mood all month long. So in response to this, the doctor prescribed her an antidepressant to pick her up and handle her depression. And she said it actually did help her energy levels, but it limited her, like, actually how she was feeling. And it definitely didn't help her mood or her sex drive. And she just felt suboptimal, but stable. And so she thought the meds were keeping her afloat. So instead, when she wanted to get off the antidepressants and the birth control, obviously, to get pregnant... She was like, how do I, if I'm reliant on the meds, how do I do this? So we stopped her birth control first, and we had all her hormone levels tested. And we found that she had low cortisol, yes, low cortisol, and low progesterone before her period. And it also revealed she had borderline low thyroid function. Now this is often missed because doctors aren't looking at the right lab values, and they're also not ordering all of the thyroid labs that we need to understand if your thyroid, the whole mechanism is functioning well. They often just order one test, but we need like five tests to really understand this. So when we realized she had this borderline low thyroid function, we did some things. We addressed her hormone issues, we addressed her nutrient needs that she wasn't receiving, and we got her body back into balance. Her energy levels improved, her sleep problems resolved, her anxiety lifted, and within a year, she was healthy. No longer taking any prescriptions, including the antidepressants, which she tapered slowly, and she was pregnant. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to naturally improving your mental health and getting your body into balance, and we need solid lab work in order to do that. It really helps give us a piece of the puzzle. This is a super interesting case. So in 2003, a woman who is about 52, lifelong vegetarian, um, all of a sudden started to have progressively worsening of symptoms. So she started to have like more um, paranoia, more psychotic delusions, whereas before it was just more like anxiety and just some depression and stuff like that, lethargy. But then she started to rapidly decline to the point that she became catatonic. This is when you are in an awake but unresponsive state. So they went to a you know, bunch of doctors, went to the hospital, they treated her for months with like really intense antipsychotic medications and antidepressant medications, and she was given two rounds of electroconvulsive therapy before anyone 
bothered to check her vitamin B12 levels. Well, she actually switched hospitals and someone just happened to look at her B12 levels, which were slightly on the lower side compared to the standard lab value. So it was just slightly low. I don't think she was actually deficient by those um, value standards, but she was low. And so they gave her an intramuscular injection of B12, which is one of the best ways to get B12 into your system because it bypasses your digestion, gets it right into the body. So you can see the um, effect of it very soon. Within a day, within days, she got out of catatonic state. Um, she, within two months of continuing to receive B12 injections to continue to get her back up to baseline, she reverted back to how she was 14, like she had not felt that good in 14 years and remained stable, good, with no additional treatment outside of her continued like baseline and antidepressant medication. But her B12 levels were so significant in how her brain and body were functioning that she completely had all of these psychotic symptoms that weren't actually because of any brain chemical imbalances, you know, like just genetics, just her condition um, related to her brain. Like it was the B12, you guys. It was the B12. So crazy. So I, I love it. I love it. This is Mary. So Mary, when she was 31, she had no previous psychiatric history, but then she started to have like agitation and a racing heart. She was suffering from insomnia and anxiety. And so she was given Ativan, which is an anti-anxiety medication, and Zoloft, which is an antidepressant. And she just wanted a better solution. She wasn't crazy about medications. So she came to functional medicine and she we discovered that her thyroid was off. Again, we tested full thyroid labs. And although the main one that most doctors only check, which is called TSH, was normal, we noticed she had antibodies, which revealed signs of an autoimmune thyroid condition called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And this was a woman who had a high stress job. She ate whatever she wanted, didn't exercise, stayed up late, never gained weight, ate you know, whatever, took birth control pills, took Advil for headaches, and she had a baby, and she was back at work within a month, feeling good, actually losing the baby weight, having good energy, but it was the nine months after that things totally started to change for her. So extreme fatigue, forgetting things, absent-minded. So again, this revelation of the Hashimoto's really helped us understand there's a whole underlying immune system condition going on here that's being triggered by probably postpartum shifts because our hormones change a lot in postpartum. We actually, if we can't detox a lot of the um, things that are going on during pregnancy, they get stored in us and then they cause imbalances like copper imbalances. Um, she was dealing with gut health imbalances, suboptimal nutrition, so wasn't getting nutrients, underlying blood sugar issues, as we learned about yesterday. And so we were able to restore to health without thyroid meds or antidepressants. And it did take time. I've never promised a quick fix, but she did completely resolve herself 
um, to feeling great and she's continued to do great. Okay, so the main reason why your labs come back normal, big quotation marks, but you certainly don't feel normal is one, the doctor isn't listening to you well. Listening to all your symptoms, listening to your medical history, listening to you to get a full picture of what happened, every, you know, like in your life, in the lab work, in your history of what led us here today. They're just not asking the right questions. And I don't blame them. If I had 15 minutes to work with somebody, I wouldn't be able to ask them all the questions I need to. My first consultation length of time with a, a, a new client, one-on-one -on -one client, is 90 minutes long. 90 minutes. Because that's how long it takes for me to get all this information I need to know. Number two is the doctor just isn't ordering the correct labs to gather more puzzle pieces. I am looking to see what could be causing these mental health issues, and that could be nutrient deficiency, that could be gut health issues, that could be thyroid issues, that could be adrenal issues, that could be so many things. And so there's places that we need to explore. We don't need to explore all of them, but because I'm listening to what you're telling me, it gives me a good idea of where we need to start, and I know the labs that we need to get ordered to get the information we need. And three, your doctor just isn't interpreting the labs, like we said, through the lens of optimal. They're looking for deficiency, they're looking for disease levels. We want optimal, because as you're gonna see in a second, there's a big difference between optimal lab levels and disease lab levels. So here's an example of some nutrient blood test results for serum B12, which just means blood B12, and folate, which is B9. So on the top picture, this is this person's results, okay? So for B12, their level was 236, and for folate, their level was 5. This, this here are the reference ranges, the normal ranges that are going to say if the person's in normal range or if they're in disease range, okay? So for B12, that range is typically 170 to 600. This person is 236. So technically, they're good. They're in the safe zone, they're in the normal zone, they are okay. But meanwhile, this person has been telling you they're having all kinds of crazy symptoms, they haven't been able to walk properly, their mental health has been declining, they have like burning tongue sensation, and because I asked all the right questions, I, under, I know that about them. And those are all telltale signs of a B12 deficiency, low B12. And so even though she's not technically in disease B12 deficiency, I'm already thinking, oh, sh we need to improve her B12 levels. Same thing with folate, okay? So this person was a five on, on their folate blood tests and the reference range for normal is five to 45. So they're just at the cusp, right? They're at five. If they were at 4.9, then it would trigger um, an L on the lab test and they would get notified about it, but it's at five. So that's already, that's on the lower end of the range, which is a problem. So we're going to um, use vitamin D and B12 to explain optimal range versus um, clin like clinical standard range. So as we can see here, the standard range for, B, for vitamin D is 30 to 100. So if you're at 30, if you're anywhere between 30 and 100, 
your vitamin D levels are good according to the standard values, okay? If you're at 29, you're vitamin D deficiency. If you're 30, you're fine. You don't have to do anything. Does that sound right? Absolutely not. It does not. So when I coach you to look through your vitamin D lab levels, which is very much connected to our mental health as we're going to learn tomorrow, we're looking for optimal levels because I don't care if you are technically vitamin D deficient. I care if you feel optimal. I care if you're in optimal lab level range and that optimal lab level range is 55 to 80. That's where we want you to be. 30, you are not good. You are not going to be doing good. We want to make sure you're taking B, um, vitamin D supplementation to get your lab levels back to 55 because that's where you are going. Your body is going to function optimally. So whatever dosage we need to do to get you there in an appropriate way, often for very low levels of vitamin D, it's high doses. So 10,000 to 20,000 um, I use a day for a few weeks at a time to really get those doses up. Same thing with this B12 example. So the standard lab levels are 200 to 1100. So if you fall anywhere between 200 and 1100, technically you're good. It's you're you're not it's not going to be noted noted on your lab results. But it's been shown in research that any even between 200 and 500 shows starts to show B12 deficiency symptoms. Okay, and B12 deficiency actually has multiple stages of deficiency. So it's like level one deficiency, level two, DEFCOM 5. Okay, so by the time we're at 200, we're at DEFCOM 5. We're not okay. So I'm looking for optimal. And for this, we're looking for above 750. Ideally, desirable is 500, but optimal is 750. So you can see that's a huge difference. So I'm really looking at your labs and I am teaching you to look at your labs with a keener eye through the lens of optimal. This um, client had texted me this. I had thought I had another major depressive episode. Couldn't focus on anything, felt numb and disconnected. My antidepressant medication stopped having an effect and I could not figure out why. Turned out my vitamin D was 14. Remember what the low standard level was? 30. Okay, so this person was at 14. So they were really like le legit deficient. And the reference range level started at 50 and above. So after supplements, the brain, so they, so they, so we dose them with vitamin D. We got their levels back up. After supplements, the brain fog and concentration issues disappeared and most of the depression symptoms lifted. So if you want to screenshot this, it'll also be in your workbook. But these are the labs I recommend based on need. Okay, so not everyone needs all of these um, like initial labs, but... I will recommend certain ones based on what your what your issues are. So these are all the thyroid labs over here from TSH, free T4, T3, reverse T3, and these are the antibodies to see if we have Hashimoto's autoimmune. In the general labs, we're looking at a lot of um, minerals and vitamins to see if we're at proper doses for that. Here's the vitamin D. And then for blood sugar, that's pretty standard. And then 
inflammatory markers, we want high sensitivity CRP, homocysteine, and methylmalonic acid. And all of those will give us a better idea of if you are inflamed, where, like why the inflammation is happening. Then once we implement a protocol, if it's necessary, we might go into a deeper level of testing to get more info. So we might go deeper on the inflammatory markers. We might need to examine what's going on in your gut and we do that through stool testing. I know it's fabulous, but we get to know all of like what bacteria are going on in there, if there's overgrowth, if there's yeast, candida, if there is parasites, if there's fungus. I know, it's super fun. We can also do a SIBO breath test to see if you have SIBO going on. Often people who have IBS have SIBO, and that is actually the cause of their IBS issues. Um, we can do antibody testing. We can do detoxification testing for your liver to see where that's at. We can do a urinary organic acid test. So all of these, I help you order. You either go to a lab and do them or you do them at home. And then we have the results. I help you interpret them. And then we have more pieces of the puzzle to understand how to heal you. For our um, adrenals, for our like cortisol, for our progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, we use Dutch test, which is um, a brand of Dutch testing. So for that, it's uh, urine. And then we can also look into genetic testing. So like with 23andMe, you can understand if you do have any genetic vulnerabilities that might predispose you for more nutrients. That might make mean you need more nutrient support. We're going to learn more about that tomorrow because it's a lot. All right, I'm gonna take a sip of water and check the chat, see if we have any questions so far. I know we're talking about a lot, a lot, a lot. Yes, I will get to that. I will get to that. You will have um, a copy of all the labs. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So let's shift gears. Let's talk about amino acids. What are amino acids and how, what the heck do they have to do with our brain chemicals? How does this, you're telling me protein helps with my brain chemicals, like what are we talking about here? All right, can't wait to share more. Amino acids are broken down proteins into their most elemental form, and they're the building blocks of our brain chemicals, aka neurotransmitters, okay? So neurotransmitter just means brain message. That's it, brain messages, that's it. Okay, so um, we can use amino acids, specific ones, to target our brain chemicals. In We can take them in a supplement form, and it can help with our energy, with our mood, with our anxiety, with our physical tension and anxiety, with ruminating thoughts and worry and OCD and um, our focus and concentration issues. It can help us sleep. It can help us with sugar cravings, PMS and more, that's just scratching the surface. So you've seen this graphic, because we used it yesterday, on how amino acids are vital in creating our neurotransmitters. There are a bunch that are very, very specific when it comes to our mental health, and serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine, noradrenaline, are three very important ones. So getting proper tryptophan through what we're eating and proper tyrosine through what we're eating is very, very important just for the pure production of these. We haven't even talked about transport. 
and absorption. So we're going to go through each of the amino acids and I'm going to show you exactly how they help us. And we're also going to take an amino acid quiz together so you can actually start to see which ones might benefit you. Give me one second. I lost my page. Okay. All right, perfect. Okay, so GABA and theanine. Let's talk about low GABA symptoms. So GABA is a neurotransmitter, and when we're low in this guy, we're going to experience physical tension, like in our muscles, like tight chest, like racing heart, like very stiff feeling. These are physical anxiety symptoms. We're also going to experience insomnia. We might crave sugar or alcohol when we're stressed, and it's going to help raise our GABA levels in our brain. So it has so many benefits to reducing inflammation, which we know how big of a role inflammation plays in anxiety and depression, and with our blood sugar. So taking GABA can be an amazing way to help reduce these symptoms that we might be experiencing regularly. Some of the other symptoms of low GABA are um, so that anxiety feeling, feeling worried, sensitive to bright light or chemical fumes or loud noises, when your body feels stiff and tight, unable to physically relax or loosen up, um, carb cravings or alcohol to um, calm our stress, if we have intrusive thoughts, if we have rectal spasms, GABA might be able to help, a burning mouth feeling, or a belly pain, like with IBS. So on the amino acid questionnaire, you would be checking off any of these that are symptoms for you, and it's going to help us figure out if this is an amino acid that might actually help relieve your symptoms. So cool. So how do we take GABA? So GABA is best, just like all these amino acids, is best taken in and dissolved in our mouth. So whether it comes as a lozenge or it comes as a powder, you're going to actually let it dissolve sublingually, okay? So um, a supplement that I really love is called Source Naturals GABA Calm, the lozenge. And this is excellent because it's a small dose of GABA. It's about 125 milligrams. A lot of GABA supplements you see out there are like 500 milligrams, and that can be too much um, for the average person and can actually leave you feeling like more anxious, which is a sign that this is too much, too much dose. So these um, lozenges, 125 milligrams, and it's got a tiny bit of another amino acid in there that's gonna counter the relaxation effects of GABA. So it's gonna relax us and calm us, but it's not gonna like, you know, make you all sleepy and and all that. So it's a great balance. Um, if you have melanoma or high blood pressure or migraines, I am, there's a contraindication against taking GABA, but very low doses, you can test to see how you're feeling, just a precaution. So again, low GABA, physical anxiety, and then maybe your stress eating as well. So if you feel that stress eating urge, like we practice, you could practice tapping, or you could take a little GABA lozenge, put it under your tongue, just let it dissolve in your mouth and see if those cravings go away. You will feel a reduction in symptoms if you are taking the amino acids that your body needs within minutes. 
So it's really cool because we'll trial them. We trial them to see if this is for you or not. We trial the dosage, we trial when to, what time of day to take it, but you'll notice a difference within minutes. So it's, it's really clear if it's for you or not. This is Melissa, and Melissa used GABA to calm and also to get rid of her sugar cravings. So she tried it um, one to three days a week for two weeks, and she actually tried it right before the holidays when she was traveling, which always makes her more anxious, and she felt great, cool as a cucumber during traveling for over the holidays. And now she just notices a general calmness, and she's sleeping really well. And she was like, oh my gosh, what an unexpected benefit that I stopped craving sweets after about a week of taking it. I didn't even realize this until I was grocery shopping and out of habit walked towards the ice cream. I stopped and I realized I didn't want the ice cream. So I walked towards the chocolate, same reaction. So for once in my life, I wasn't craving sweets. Love it. Love to hear it. Okay, so let's switch gears. We're gonna talk about tryptophan and 5-HTP. So we know that tryptophan is the precursor to making serotonin. So serotonin is calming. It's a calming feeling. It's a feeling of we feel just well. And um, we know that it can be more beneficial for depression symptoms, but it's also helpful for calming us if we have mental forms of anxiety, like racing thoughts, ruminating thoughts, um, reprocessing, like playing things over and over and over and over can be helpful for OCD um, and things like that. So we know we can use tryptophan or 5-HTP for low serotonin, and I like to recommend tryptophan first. Um, I just have better results with people taking tryptophan, but other people do do better on 5-HTP. If somebody has high cortisol levels, which we would know through a saliva test or their energy levels throughout the day, they would share that with me. I could kind of guess what their cortisol levels are doing. If they have high cortisol, 5-HTP is just going to raise cortisol levels even more, so I wouldn't recommend that for them. But we would start with tryptophan for sure. So the starting dose for tryptophan is 500 milligrams twice a day, mid-afternoon and evening. And this would be for somebody who has that mental worry, that rumination, negative anxiety spiral, insomnia, they wake up, they can't fall back to sleep, they experience PMS about a week or two before their period. Maybe they have afternoon or evening sugar or carb cravings. And this is because that our serotonin starts to decrease as the day goes on. So um, I would have you trial this. I would have you trial this. You would break open the capsule. You'd pour the powder onto your tongue and you would see if your symptoms resolve, res you know, relieve in a few minutes. So it's also helpful to take this with something sweet. So a little bit of fruit can be beneficial or like applesauce when you take it. Just like mix it in and... Um, just kind of like let it dissolve in your mouth. It also kind of like masks the taste. I don't think it tastes that bad. It it just tastes like, I don't know, chalk. I just, this is it right here. Um, so I do it and I just kind of just let it dissolve in my tongue and then I just swallow some water after the majority of it has dissolved. Um, tryptophan is also very, very good for those of us that struggle with seasonal affective disorder or the winter blues partially because our sleep-wake cycles are off since it's way darker. We're not getting as much sunlight. Sunlight actually helps to boost our natural serotonin production. And when it's darker, we tend to produce more melatonin, which it helps us fall asleep. So 
in the winter we're just producing less serotonin if we live in the northern hemisphere and so because of that um, so because of that taking tryptophan can actually help improve our seasonal affective disorder so you can trial that tryptophan is also helpful for PMS um, PMS usually tends to trigger anxiety irritability um, mental rumination negative just like a negative energy lower energy for sure too and so um, people who trial who take tryptophan in the last two weeks before their period tend to have little to no PMS symptoms there was also a study that was done on people with PMDD which is basically um, PMS times a thousand it's terrible and they might have they might be like really really unwell for weeks or maybe the entirety of the month like it's really bad so they did a study um, with tryptophan six grams of tryptophan and they these people took the tryptophan in the last two weeks of their cycle and 34% had a reduction of their symptoms so increasing serotonin in the last two weeks of your cycle can help with PMS and PMDD and it takes about two to three cycles of tryptophan um, to have an effect on your PMS so give it two to three months I would say before you would expect to start seeing results but that is so 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 cool a big note I need to make with tryptophan and 5-HTP since it does increase our serotonin you cannot take this if you are on an SSRI without consulting your practitioner there is a way to take them but they have to be done really really carefully and really really intentionally because if you don't it if taking both the serotonin I'm sorry taking both the SSRI and the tryptophan or 5-HTP may cause serotonin syndrome which is a serious adverse reaction to high serotonin where you feel agitated confused rapid heart rate blood pressure fluctuations and it can be very dangerous and so for that reason I listed all of these SSRIs below just in case you're unsure if yours is an SSRI and know that um, you need to consult with your prescribing physician before you take this so this is Sherry and Sherry was sleeping through the night for the first time in many years she trialed tryptophan and she said it was worth it to do the trial because she's experienced miraculous results she's sleeping through the night for the first time in many years which we love to hear about the sleep okay <laughs> all right let's talk about DPA and we call it DPA because it's short for D phenylalanine it's a long name so we call it DPA and this is for low endorphins low endorphins what does that feel like what does it feel like to have low endorphins well this is gonna feel like a heightened sensitivity to emotional pain like a heartache feeling all the time easily emotional easily tearing up you can also have a heightened sensitivity to physical pain so you're very sensitive maybe even your skin is very sensitive you might suffer from like chronic pain somewhere you might be taking a lot of like just taking painkillers but they don't really offer that much relief you might cry or tear up easily and you might have carb or sugar cravings to soothe your mood or just for comfort eating so just like 
people like with this would say like I just love I love like my ice cream I love I can't live without this I can't live without cheese like stuff like that so we would trial um, DPA for you and again starting with one capsule opening it onto your tongue and see if you have any relief of those emotionally stressful symptoms and Susan was taking a few things actually so Susan started to take GABA DPA and another amino acid we're going to talk about in a second called glutamine and it helped her quit gluten and sugar and also help with her anxiety and depression so she was about 31 mom of three um, had flare-ups of anxiety and depression she was on medication and she just had a terrible problem with anxiety and her sugar cravings. Her diet was full of cookies and cakes, candies, sugar, other, you know, tons of other processed foods. And so she, um, let me think. So she, I'm sorry, I'm skimming through my notes. So all her symptoms were driving her crazy. Um, and she finally decided to figure out a new plan. Like I need to do something different. And so she agreed to stop eating gluten for a two week trial. She also started supplementing with DPA to help with her comfort food cravings, and she's trialed glutamine to help with her blood control, blood sugar control, and then GABA to help with her physical anxiety symptoms. So we combined three different amino acids to help address a few different things going on. And we didn't just dump them all on her at once. We tried one at a time, adding in just to see how they affected her before we added in the next one. So we started with GABA, then we went to glutamine, then we went to DPA. And the last, uh, second to last one we're gonna talk about is tyrosine. So tyrosine is the precursor for dopamine. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter that helps with our like motivation. When we say like, I'm motivated to do this, it's usually like this dopamine driven drive. We also get dopamine when we eat like um, chocolate or like foods that taste good. We get like a little dopamine hit that just feels like, ooh, I want more of that. And then we go and have more, like we're motivated to have more of it. We also get dopamine um, drips and spikes when we do things that just feel good. Like when we're with friends, when we have sex, um, when we are doing really well like at work or in a personal goal of ours. And we're just like, I want more of that. I want more of that. So people who are low in dopamine are going to have blah, low motivation. They're going to feel just like flat, flat mood, apathetic, maybe bored, no zest for life. They might lack physical or mental energy. They might feel chronically tired, just, ugh, just no energy. Um, challenged to focus or concentrate. Low motivation, procrastination, and indecisiveness might be a characteristic. They may have ADHD. ADD symptoms, um, even if it's not diagnosed. Um, you might feel like you need coffee just to like boost your energy to basically like stimulate you and get you through the day. You might crave carbs to stimulate you as well for energy. You might lack interest in sex and you might struggle to finish, you know, projects and stuff like that. So for tyro for dopamine, um, we would start with tyrosine. We would start with 500 milligrams three times a day and we would, again, trial this. Um, we wouldn't take it any later than three because this could actually stimulate you and keep you up later. So we want to take it during the main part of the day. Um, you can take it right in the morning, first thing. 
So again, different doses for individuals and we trial it to see what is best for you. Tyrosine helps uh, Michelle alleviate her anxiety and panic attacks and create a feeling of calm and focus. So she had great results with tyrosine. She first started taking amino acids for anxiety, insomnia, and depression, but she found that across the board, she needed to take all of them. And quickly, GABA started to become not the amino acid for her. It actually caused more anxiety and more panic attacks. So she decreased her GABA. Remember, it's all about the dosage here, you guys. And she doesn't really need it anymore except for like here and there. But tyrosine was amazing for her. It really cleared up her problems focusing on work, just on things during the day. Before tyrosine, she would just like start to do one task only to completely forget that task and start another one a couple minutes later. And she would just like go in circles, like being busy, but never actually finishing anything, never actually getting anything done. Um, she was also really depressed before tyrosine, kind of like sad, apathetic, not really caring about stuff. She would get really overwhelmed and just freak out, just kind of like lose it. And so the tyrosine helped relieve a lot of those symptoms as well. So um, she's really done really, really well. And just her feeling better overall has been able to help us like go deeper into figuring out what was causing these issues in the first place. And we addressed some nutrient deficiencies. We addressed some gut health issues. So overall, put her in a better place so that we can continue doing the root cause work, which is really the goal of these amino acids. And last but not least, we have glutamine for blood sugar. So glutamine is more for cravings, for like sugar and stuff like that. If you are dealing with reactive hypoglycemia, which we talked about yesterday with nutrition and your blood sugar spikes and then drops and you get all of these nasty, nasty feelings as well as more cravings for food, this is going to help support you as you do the nutrition support as well. So if you have cravings like any time of day for sugar, for carbs, Glutamine can help with stabilizing your blood sugar. It's also great for gut healing as well and is very, very calming. So this is like the fifth one that we talk about. And opening up a glutamine capsule onto your tongue will can reduce those, remove those sugar cravings within minutes. It's quite, quite remarkable when you utilize it for the right reasons. So I've experienced... Um, sugar cravings and I have taken tryptophan for them and I have taken glutamine for them but I don't have a low blood sugar issue so this wasn't really what I needed but the tryptophan was what I needed um, so it really again depends what you need it for typical starting dose is 400 milligrams up to four times a day and I'm gonna read you the low glutamine symptoms just to give you an idea okay so craving sugar starch or alcohol any time of day can happen more than once feeling irritable shaky headachey especially if too long between meals intense craving for sweets lightheaded if meals are missed eating relieves fatigue agitated hangry getting panicky or anxiety or even panic attacks when you go too long without eating glutamine is the best one for you so, um, well, I didn't put a link to this, but I'll make sure that you guys have it in the replay and whatnot, but you could take the amino acid 
quiz and you'll get a better sense of like, oh wow, I answered yes for most of, for this one, for, for the majority of this one, and this one I didn't really answer yes for. So you can kind of sense and um, sense out which one to start with and we always trial them one at a time. And so I can help also guide you through that if you wanted to comment in the Facebook or email me directly. Um, but I help walk you through this step by step by step um, when you start working with me in the Natural Solutions program, which is really where you get like full one-on-one -on -one attention, but in a group environment. So it's it's really, really fantastic for anyone who wants to really dive into this and finally do the work to, to improve this. But for everyone, I'm giving you a 20% discount on all supplements. Um, when you join my professional supplement store. So you'd go to this website and then you become like under my umbrella. So any supplements you order, whether they're amino acids or like multivitamins or fish oil or vitamin, you know, whatever. Um, and they're all top, top grade supplements because it's a professional functional medicine supplement store, essentially. So we're, I don't like package these things. It's all in the online dispensary. Um, but I have created little protocols for each issue. So like gut health protocol, amino acid protocol. So it's really easy to find things. And um, then you can just add things to your shopping cart and you automatically get 20% off on everything um, just because you took this workshop. So thank you. <laughs> all right. So we have homework today. I want you to take the amino acid questionnaire and I want you to sign up for the online supplement discount. So even if you're like, I'm not ready to order supplements, do it anyway, because then you'll just be set up. And I also want you to journal on why this is the year that you are gonna invest in improving your mental health naturally for good, for good, for good, all right? Um, tomorrow we're talking about cold showers, we're talking about gut health and nutrient deficiencies, we're going to touch on social anxiety and nutrition. Can social anxiety and like extreme introversion actually be a nutrient deficiency? Find out tomorrow. And we're also going to talk about genetic vulnerabilities and supporting it with nutrient supplementation as well. So we have a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about tomorrow um, and it's really, really good. And I know you guys are getting so much value out of this and I'm really, really excited that you are just kind of like soaking this up and really taking it seriously, really, really taking this like you are empowered to do something with your mental health. You are able to have an impact on how you feel. It is not completely out of your hands. It is not completely a brain chemistry issue. It is not something that um, medication is the only answer for or therapy is the only answer for. There's so many other avenues and solutions. And I'm just scratching the surface with you on this. But for those of you who are like, I love this. I want to know how to do this like for myself personally because I know still it can feel like, okay, all this information, where do I start? So if people are like, I'm ready to start, I just want to know exactly what I need to do, then this, what I'm going to share with you is for you. So imagine what it would feel like to take a more natural approach to get real relief and improve your mental health for good. Like imagine if you can get the relief and peace that you wish you had, like you wish you'd been able to feel with medication or therapy, but 
you're finally addressing this missing piece and now you're actually able to get that resolution. Imagine if you wake up feeling happy and motivated and like just yourself, just you, just feeling good, excited about the day, looking forward to living your life without needing to battle your mental health or anxiety or depression or any of that. Like how good would it feel to not have to weed through confusing, overwhelming amount of info online because it was already done for you. It was already created for you and the path was laid out in front of you and all you needed to do was take a step, take a step, take a step. How good would it feel to have professional guidance, not just like every month or every other month or every other year, but every day to really help give you that professional like handholding to help you decide like this is the next step I'm going to take, this is what we're going to try now, this is what we're going to um, implement now to help heal you naturally. And how good would it feel to take this leap and invest in your health and actually start to like feel better? <laughs> Isn't that what we're doing all this for? To feel better within weeks. Some For some of us within days, like that is, I'm serious, especially when we get to the gut health stuff days if you have food sensitivities and minutes with these amino acids. So at this point, you guys have a couple options and I'm sharing this today. I wasn't going to share it until Friday, but I wanted to offer this because I know a lot of you are really, really excited and really into this. And so if you are interested, I am doing like a special early bird price, a special early bird um, enrollment for my program, Natural Solutions for Improving Your Mental Health. And basically, I created this because I wanted to make an option accessible that allowed people to improve how they felt, but not have to like, you know, pay a ton of money out of pocket or still like have to dig in and do all this research themselves. I wanted it to be easy. I wanted to provide you the information right here in a way that was easy to understand, easy to apply, um, getting the right information that we need to help make this as individualized for you as possible, make it affordable so that you're not paying tons and tons out of pocket, more than you probably already have over the past few years, um, and hopefully reduce your medical costs because you would be just getting better, like literally just improving overall. And of course, professional guidance with me and getting the personal touch as well because I have been there before and I understand what it feels like to feel really lost, but I'm here professionally to really help you figure out and understand how to heal yourself, like how to interpret these messages, how to start to utilize these tools in a way that's going to benefit you and not just like throwing crap against the wall and seeing what sticks, like over that. So I actually walk you through every single step. Um, you know what? Let me share this with you because this would probably help. So let's, uh, where to go? I want to actually show you the program so you see what I'm talking about. So it is, there's video modules that walk you through step by step by step. Of course, I can't find it. <laughs> and then there's monthly group calls. You're going to see all the tabs that are open on my screen right now. <laughs> Who cares? So this is the program. 
And it's right here in this online platform, which you would get immediate access to. And you would start right here in module one and take yourself through step by step by step. Module one is all about, um, we talk about just the beginning stages of everything, the mindset. We talk about the amino acids and get you started on those right off the bat. Module two is all about optimizing nutrition and you really understand how to personally optimize what you are doing so that you feel better. Then we dive into stressors and sensitivities. This is where we do an elimination diet for food sensitivities. We dive into gut health in module four and I take you through every single thing you need to know about healing your gut health, whether you have IBS or SIBO or yeast or constipation or low stomach acid, whatever. We talk about it all, we figure it out together, together, yes. In module five, we address nutrient deficiencies. So again, having that lab work would be helpful. And then in module six, we talk about balancing hormones. We also have a full natural methods technique library where I talk you through, like if you loved the EFT stuff, if you loved the breathwork stuff, I add a new technique every month. And so you're just trying new things and adding new things all the time. And so I'm always adding new information. I'm always like adding new stuff for you to continue to develop yourself. Um, we do a group or two group calls every month. So we do a mindset group call and we do a like functional nutrition group call. And the difference is basically with mindset, I want you to have that piece where it's like, okay, how do I manage, you know, my energy, my thoughts, my, you know, I'm still experiencing this. So we actually do like a coaching session. Um, it's in a group, but everyone's there and I'm always sharing and we're talking and we're just really able to work through things together. Again, one-on-one -on -one access to me, but in a group. And then the functional nutrition calls, you're asking me questions about your protocols, about what exactly you're going through, and I can help give you advice on like what the next step in your path is to take. So it's awesome how much one-on-one -on -one we're able to do. So it's two group calls um, every month, and they're usually like separated every other week. And it's really there, it's really something that is here to help you just improve your mental health to resolve your anxiety and depression, the physiological root causes of all of that, so you can finally just feel free and happy and at peace and just really be able to live your life, to live your life the way that you wanna live it. You're working so hard, you're doing so much, and you deserve to feel good. And this is possible. Like It's possible to learn to trust yourself. It's possible to feel empowered in your mental health. It's possible to have a plan. It's possible to get answers. It's possible for you to live like a full life. So I am offering $1,000 off this program mm -hmm, until Saturday morning. So Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern time is when the deadline is for this. So if you decide like, yes, this is for me. I want this. I'm ready to begin. Let's go. Ready. You could jump in, you'd save $1,000 off the full price, and you can start right away. Of course, finish out the rest of the workshop, and then we can start on Monday. But guys, it's so good. It's so good not to take advantage of, and I know that there are so many of you who have been looking for 
answers like this um, and to work with somebody who really understands the ins and outs of it and like I dedicate my life to this. This is what I live and breathe and I just want to share this information more and more and more um, to just continue to um, just continue to have you feel your best. All right. So I'm going to share the links with you. You can check out the program. There is a payment plan as well as a pay in full option. So that's really great. You could pay in full, just get it done with, or you can spread out the payments over um, a year, which is great. And oh, super important. You have access to this for life, lifetime access to this program. That includes all the updates, all the group calls, all of it. So it's really like an amazing offer. I hope you take it. I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to work with you. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget to do the homework.